Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. Christopher Rosen. I'm joined by Joyce Ng. We're back doing this again after the Emmys now. Not live. Not live. Holy shit. I mean, two nights in a row, the same show's winning. I don't know. I mean, I don't even know what to say. It's all the same. It's all the same, and it sucks because it didn't have to be this way. Like the Emmys could have been first and first and cool had it just aired at some point in twenty twenty three. Uh, twenty twenty three Emmys have just ended here in twenty twenty four. Martin Luther King Day has come and gone, and uh. Three shows basically won every Emmy on the primetime ceremony. Uh, Succession won, I think, six awards. And after not winning a single award at the Creative Arts Emmys, it won six, including Best Series, Drama, Best Actor for Kieran Culkin, Best Actress for Sarah Snook, Best Supporting Actor for Matthew McFadden, Best Writing, and Best Directing, which we'll talk about as overcoming a triple vote split, which I don't think we expected, but was happy to see because I love... Entourage co-executive producer Mark Mylod as an Emmy winner. Now that's only because you're in the middle of an Entourage rewatch right now. Uh, on the comedy side, The Bear won uh, six six awards, ten overall, the most ever for a comedy series in one year. It one beat year. Schitt's Creek's record because Schitt's Creek won nine, six a- a- Emmys, including Best Comedy, three acting wins on the ceremony, and writing and directing. Chris Storer was not there because he has COVID, so he missed the ceremony. Bummer. And then Beef won uh, five, I believe. Mm-hmm. Writing and directing series, two acting wins. Sa- uh, Ali Wong and Stephen Young. Mm-hmm. And that was it, basically. Good night, the lights. Individual winners elsewhere. Uh, Jeffrey really- Coolidge won. Drama Jeffrey Coolidge won the actress. only White Lotus win on the primetime ceremony. Yeah. Um, I imagine J-, J. Smith Cameron was second. Uh in terms of shows, The Bear 10, Beef 8, Last of Us 8, did not win a single award on the primetime ceremony, won 8 at the Creative Arts. This year's Mandalorian. And you know what? I did not predict it to win any at the primetime ceremony. I, I had it winning directing. You had White Lotus winning directing. We were both wrong. I got an absolutely annihilated in my picks, like a rookie. I should well, have just you went for a, a total beef sweep. <laughs> I went, they, this year's Emmys to me was like the laziest I've ever seen in terms of A, they just went with like all these people that won just were obvious to win. And I was like, I could have just picked chalk and you would have gotten mm-hmm. 
yeah. everyone but one right, which was uh, uh, Trevor Noah over Stephen Colbert. And that was only hard to predict because John Oliver had to switch categories because they changed the rules. So he moved to scripted. They've been renamed. So he moved to scripted variety, won that instead, beat SNL. So then it was a vacuum and talk. So, like, I mean, he's been winning for so long that no one knows who was second. Maybe it was been Trevor Noah this entire time. The whole time. Could have been. Yeah. Maybe it was. Uh, I could have just went chalk and gotten all these right. Instead, I was like, well, they love beef, which they did. Won five Emmys, uh, but not uh, not for... Not, not supporting. Like, you you were in the tank for Young Mazzino and Maria Bello. I just, I don't actually, I understand how Nisi Nash bets won very easily i still don't understand how paul walter hauser won for a show that i don't think they really watched or liked and it doesn't, we've talked about it this doesn't also, matter and also during last year or two when it happened but like he just had the badius performance yes. and and again i never predicted blackbird to get nominated for series but i always had him winning because he won the globe like and people seem to like the performance he got into sag in their one category with Taryn so he has actor support right and it's just like Ben Wishaw uh in 2019 when he won um for a very English scandal it's the mm-hmm. exact same thing yep and that show wasn't nominated for series it was just like they're they're just gonna that's like they respect and like this performance enough and they're gonna vote for it so it, they were it just felt very chalk obviously very and it, it pains me to say this because I, if you if you're watching this or listening, to this, man, you know what show we love? Succession, best show I think ever, maybe my favorite show of all time. Love seeing it win, and I was still bored to silly by this. Uh, the Bear is a great show, love it so much. Again, bored to death watching some of these. I love all the series winners, yeah, uh, but the great. show itself was just boring. Like it's like <laughs> this cognitive dissonance of loving the winners, but being epically bored by and, the show and because like said, this the, is the third time we're watching these shows it. win in eight days <laughs> that's it i mean it's literally last night we watched these people give these same speeches in some cases uh at the critics choice awards not not karen though he's always brand new every time karen was great i would say i thought his was a really wonderful speech and like i think this was the best of the three he gave over this eight day period well, uh, it was the most emotional and then he, he at right at the end just when you thought does a joke yes uh, I think he actually got emotional, obviously, because the great, I think the great moment of the whole night was Brian Cox, like pushing his way through the seats because they had Brian like a little further back. He's, he's the number one boy. And he was the number one boy. He the came out boy. there specifically to give him like a hug and kiss him on the mouth. And just what a wonderful moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it really made, it really touched Kieran. Uh, mm-hmm. That was a great winners. Uh, the show though. Yeah, I thought it was like, from the first minute, I was like, this just feels off. Anthony Anderson sitting there at the piano playing theme songs. I was like, what the hell am I watching here? I didn't get it. That That's all fine. Because sometimes it could like take a, a minute or two for you to, you know, figure out what the host is doing. So I like, I thought like the opening, the monologue, whatever was fine. Like not great. Better than Joe Coy. Well, the, when the bar's on the ground, it's automatically going to be better. Yeah. But then just... Like after the first two winners, I'm like, oh, we're going chalk here. So I thought the same thing. So the first winner was Io Adebri. Uh Christine Applegate comes out. Great moment. Great I thought moment, another yeah. great moment. And uh, reminded me uh, in at least concept of what they did at the Oscars 
with uh with with Chadwick Boseman. Remember, it was like, oh, they still did it last, but then they do. I believe they brought him. Then they bring out his his widow at some point in the show, or was that another ceremony to no, make sure that they the got Oscars. a moment? It wasn't the Oscars. No. Okay. It reminded me of that whole time because, like, I remember one of the shows. It was like they had her come out. And then it was like she didn't. It was if he didn't win, it would have been like you still get the moment for him, basically. I don't. I mean, listen, I have not rewatched that ceremony because why would you? But I don't think they brought her out. I mean, she was there. It might have just been another show then. But I'm just saying, it reminded me of that at least in in concept because it was like Christina Applegate probably not going to win her Emmy here, but we want to get her up there, obviously. And like, well, she's also talked about how Dead to Me was going to be her last live action acting job right so So, this is like her last hurrah she's done a lot of interviews about this so i could just imagine her being like i i want to present yes you know i love i love that that was a great moment it was really emotional she was like super thrilled to to be there i thought she was a great wonderful moment io wins great io wins already i'm like okay one over one because i had charlie ralph i'm like it's gonna be a long i I had i had io and then i swapped her but yeah so she won i was like okay so um i think like beef is gonna have a good night and then the next category which was wide open was comedy actress and then quinta brunson wins i'm like okay so they're just going chalk it's just like whoever's number one in the odds when she went when she won i was like they literally i would not put it past a lot of voters just going to punching in goldderby.com into their browser and then just like voting based on who was in first place no offense to quinta brunson who i really like but like we said not the type of performance that necessarily would win not a show that they are incredibly passionate about but they obviously were passionate enough and i think she has like a lot of support in the industry and i think it's sense. also like that of i mean of that the the nominees and the category other ones is christina applegate rachel brosnahan who's won before for the first season of Maisel, natasha leone a series not nominated um it, it just had one other nomination and guest actress which had won for judith light and Jenna Ortega for Wednesday, which we've always never seen as like a hugely competitive above the line show. Like it's techie, yeah. when a bunch of tech, you know, awards at Creative Arts. So I think like, you know, Abbott, even though it did not improve nomination wise this year, um, it's still the one they the show that they still like the most. Right. And in the category, it was clearly the show they liked. Yeah. And then like I think they were just like, yeah, like, here you go. So. And then once those two won, it just really chalk. I mean, like literally like every, we could go it, through the categories, I guess. We could just do, we're on comedy. I mean, let's see. Evan Moss Backrack wins supporting actor. That was, that yeah. was when I was like, beef is winning everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, that was the moment. Uh, I, I love that one though. Cause now the prophecy has been fulfilled as I've been saying since you June. Called it, you called it right Forks away. is the new rainbow. Yes. So yeah. Uh, and then uh, Jeremy Allen White wins best actor. No one was surprised about that one. Uh, Chris Storer went directing and writing for, for Be- the bear. Great. And then series for the bear. Yeah. So just a full sweep for the bear. So once like Evan won, so I'm glad I switched him. Cause I was like, I need to see this through, even if he loses. So once yes. he won, I was like, beef is going to uh, beef. The bear is going to win series. And then, you know, like my comedy rule. Uh, like and how lazy they are so i was like it's gonna win directing and once it wins directing it's gonna lock in series because yep. the directors are series sheep and they yep. usually just vote for the series winner and so, so for review yeah that's it this is yeah. good night lights and now it'll win again all these sim it could win honestly every category again even with io and lead uh it could win every one of these categories again in 
six months, yeah, <laughs> nine months. It's gonna, so Ayo will be in lead for season two and she'll be up against Quinta. Yes, reigning champ Quinta. And Jean Smart, who will be back with Hacks yes. season three. So And whoever else comes up, we don't even know. Whatever and shows then, away. And then Bear can replace her in supporting actress. With, with Liza, Liza. Abby. Abby. So, yeah. And I think they could easily win unless Meryl wins. But I don't know if there's going to be a lot of passion for Meryl. I mean, honestly, I I love only murders in the building, but its presence was very muted on the show. It didn't have a ton of nominations. No, the but... only time they showed Steve Martin was towards the end when they. I, I think one other time maybe, but uh, the one I'm thinking of is at the end uh, when they were doing that just deadly uh, Lucille Ball bit with two actresses I absolutely love, Natasha Leone and Tracy Ellis Ross. God bless them for trying to save that. And they cut to Steve Martin. He's just like. They also cut the Henry Winkler and he was just like dead eyed. Just like not what you want. No audience reactions, please. No. So. The show is running short because Chris Dora wasn't there uh, to give his speeches. So I assume they had a little extra time banked. But well, yeah, uh, Anthony Anderson had to uh, vamp and recap Kieran Culkin's win yes. with like 23 minutes left. Yes. Uh, real, I, I enjoyed Anthony Anderson as host. I thought he was solid. Uh, and I, like I said, the show I thought was not great just because not having it, it's anticlimactic. It felt very repetitive. All the winners felt like really rushed. And I was trying to figure out is, are they rushing through these speeches because they've given these speeches twice in the last week and they're just like understanding how yes. silly it is, or are they nervous that Anthony Anderson's mom is going to shout at them from the crowd, uh, which she did during Jennifer Coolidge's speech, which did not play well, I would say. No, that was that that was uh, a poor bit, and I feel like they eighty sixed it after. Oh yeah, Jennifer Coolidge. Um, they only brought it back when uh, John Oliver like asked for it. Yes, which is fine because he asked for it. Funny bit. So, that was funny. That was yeah. funny. I think John Oliver's done in a long time. And I I feel like yeah, because a lot of the winners have been the same since the globes mm -hmm. so i i mean i asked this last week um like how many people after the globes like how many people do you think burned their emmys there there would have been emmy speeches at the globes you know they had to think of new material for critics choice and the emmys I, based on how it went i think sarah maybe did uh shooter shot at the globes because i thought her speeches were not as sharp going forward but she's like, I mean, she's no Karen, but I like her speech was really nice. And she, you know, uh, shout out to her infant daughter. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Love, love that. Um, her critic's speech uh, yesterday was funny. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think this was like the weakest one of the three. I think like she, I think she was overwhelmed. And then, but like, it was fine. And like, I don't expect her to have like Karen-esque speeches. So no, who could? Who no, could? no one could really. So uh, and then, like yeah, and drama. Like we do drama. Like Matthew's speech was great. Love Matthew's speech. So drama comes out. Uh, drama I did a lot better in because I just went basically all succession except for directing, which I went with Last of Us because I thought I was series runner up, and they still went succession. My lot wins for Connor's wedding. Uh, but all the people you expect to win. The only a non-succession actor to win was Jennifer Coolidge, like we're saying for White Lotus. Uh. And it wins everything else. Actor, actress, drama series, writing and directing. Uh, Mylod brings up the other two nominees in the category. Which was great. I love that. Love seeing my pal. I interviewed two of the three of them, Joyce. Not Mylod. Uh, so you didn't jinx them at all. 
I didn't jinx him. He might have maybe he saw my letterbox review of the menu, which was not a fave. But <laughs> Lorenz Caparia, like not talking her, to that guy, <laughs> loved her and uh, Andre, Andre uh, correct. correct, yeah, loved him too. Yeah, once I was so thrilled that it won directing, um, because I I had Connor's wedding for so long. Mm-hmm going against my instinct of the triple vote split but i felt like um it it could actually do it unlike last year when it also had three nominees because everyone was so focused on that episode connor's mm-hmm. wedding and then i changed to white lotus um but i don't care i'm happy that he won like i'd rather be wrong and have my fave win yeah you know? of course um uh, so i love team. that it's the first show to overcome that split like that's how powerful it is. It it makes I, I would say the one thing I would say about this night in terms of succession is it makes the creative arts Emmys even more confounding where it should have easily won other categories there. Like it makes no sense that it didn't win. Well, we, but we talked about this in our predictions episode, I think. I I felt like the max succession could win at creative arts was two. And one of them was music. Right. But it should have won they the fucked two. Up. They fucked up. Because that branch sucks. Yeah. And and yeah, like I it like the other like it wasn't going to win editing again because of it, triple nominees there, and it's not a craft heavy show. And then it's the guest categories, and everyone had Nick Offerman winning one of them, so that wasn't expected anyway. And then Harry Walter lost the other one, right? To Storm Which Re- wasn't that, that was when me. everyone was like, we got to switch to Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey. <laughs> I definitely did that. And then I was did like, that this for is, like five days. I did that. And I was like, this is really stupid. Why would they lose? Why would, why would these two lose? I mean, I, I, I didn't understand that. I, I still don't. Un- it was a momentary lapse of judgment, I guess, on my part. Cause like, why would they lose? Yeah. Like I, I never made the switch. I mean, I know so many people from the beginning, like since nominations had Pedro winning because yeah. of the triple nominees yeah. for succession and actor. But I was just like, no, because like season four, it was Kieran's season and when you know they love a show and pay attention to show they award the right person mm-hmm. right and yes it was like concerning that succession won nothing last week but it's also like I I think it's like it makes sense that maybe they don't care about the the guest actors as much as the main cast you know so I think in I, I do think that I also think that when you look at who won it's like the emotional, I think with guest actors, it's easier to win if you're generating, a, uh, if you're able to generate an emotion mm-hmm. in a yeah. short amount of time, that's going to get you a leg up on somebody like Harriet Walter, who Face is X. not, SpaceX, not, not, not generate. It's an emotion. I think it's great. I'm happy. I'm pleased watching yeah. it, but I'm not like crying like I am with Storm Reed or like Nick Offerman. So Right. In hindsight, all of this makes sense. So does the Mylod win. Like, all of it makes sense. Yeah. And I think also, like, Kieran and Sarah had a, a lot more emotional performances season. Yes. Like, Kieran, is, like, Church and State, you know. Yes. And what was his Do we remember their submission? Not that it matters. He, he did Church and State. But we know they watched the whole show. Obviously. His submission was Church and State. Like, yeah. that's the most emotional he's been. Yeah. And she did tailgate party, of course, right. a huge fight. And Tom tells her, like, you shouldn't be a mom, you know, while she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, you know, we've talked about, like, how, like, voters, men don't like unlikable women, quote unquote. And that's always kind of been, like, Shiv. 
but I think like this is the most the season four was the most sympathetic Shiv's been Mm -hmm. you know so and like yeah so like the the biggest show and I think like it makes sense that they even if they lost these guest categories like they would still win for their leads right and also it would have been silly to imagine for the final season that it's only going to win Matthew writing and series yeah that was its floor that's what it won for season three and it's like no way that was all it was going to win and so like it didn't and then in yeah. limited series choice, like we said, uh, if if you like the show Beef, congratulations because it did really well. Uh, Lee Lee Sung Jin has three Emmys now, one from zero to three. And you know what? All of his speeches were really great. Like they were all different, but like meaningful and funny and sweet. I I interviewed him. Yeah. He seemed like a really good I guy. Yeah. So. Uh, glad to see him win. I, I thought it was interesting uh, from a tele uh, from a production standpoint. Only some, uh, Lee, uh, uh, Jesse Armstrong, and I think Quinta Brunson were the only three I noticed who had a little like Chiron of who they thanked. Did you see that? Oh yeah, I mean I th- that's like optional if you want to. And oh, they were the only three to take the option. I was like, actually, it's a pretty good idea. Everyone should do that. Put yeah, the names on like, the award show at the Oscars did that one year. Yeah, this was like, I thought that was like interesting. It was interesting to me too, who decided to do it. Like Jesse Armstrong did it. And I'm like, he knew he was going to win and he knew he was going to win twice. So like he knew that and and Quinta did it, which I was like, cool. And then, yeah, like, uh, um, what's Funny. his name? Lee Sung Jin did it too. Um, yeah, yeah, so beef wins. The beef and- ones were, yeah, a, a series, of course, and the leads. Um, I, I didn't have it for either supporting category, but then it was like the supporting people who won Critics' Choice Awards literally a year ago today won. Right. So. Very timely. I was reading a, a thing, of uh, Nisina Aspech, uh, and interestingly, those are at least the most notable outside of Kieran. I'd say these two winners were the most notable speeches of the night in terms of like difference because we didn't just see them do these speeches the day before at the Critics' Choice Awards. We saw He's, them do it a year ago. Which is <laughs> a long a time ago. ago. I don't really remember. Nisi Nesbets did a great speech. Uh, very emotional, talking about betting on herself, basically. And mm-hmm. um, and then Paul Walter Hauser uh, ate some mangoes and did a rap. And I read on uh, on our, our sister site, Deadline, the mangoes are an inside joke, Joyce, with his mm-hmm. agent. Yeah. And uh, the rap is because he said, I had already won at the Globes and uh, Critics' Choice Awards. So I gave like the real series speeches and this was just fun. And so I wanted to do a rap. And apparently he's a rapper in real life. Mm-hmm. You could listen to him on Spotify. Yes, I've seen that. I haven't. So, mm, I mean, check it out if you want to. I don't know. Not going to be on my rap, I'm going to guess. It won't, it won't be on your Spotify rap. I doubt it. No. Uh, but yeah, that was great. So he won. And uh, Nisi Nashbats won. And like you said, Stephen and Allie win for Beef. Uh, and then that's it. Those are the winners. Uh, John Oliver won his customary awards in a new category, but still won. Yeah. And then also writing, you know, they got WGA got the category back on the main show. He won that again, you know. And that well, was one of the- to get the category back, just to see the same winners. I apologize. I don't remember. I don't know who the writer who gave the speech for Oliver's was. Um, but oh, she, I don't remember either. She was the only, one of the only people to reference the strikes and also like call out the solidarity of like the unions and also John Oliver like helping during the strike. And I was like, well, of course, that's great that they. I'm glad they got it on the show, and then they actually used it to, 
you know, you know, speechify about their well, platform. So in one of the Chirons for last week tonight, they misspelled John Oliver. They've got the H in his name. J-O-N. Was- I-, I immediately he- saw that. Because did you listen to Strike Force 5? The no. odd that he did with um, some other late night folks. Uh, because in one of the first episodes, Stephen Colbert thought that he spelled it without an H too. That's great. Maybe it was I, an inside joke. He thought like, cause well, he was uh, on the pod. They were talking about like how, when they were all on the daily show, they like, they had like abbreviations for their names because John Stewart spells it without the H. And then Colbert was like, and you Oliver also do it too. And he's like, no, I have the H. It's awesome. So yeah. Maybe it was a joke then Joyce. They're funny people. I mean, I just love, you know, when you, you've been friends with someone for so long, you don't know how to spell their name. Uh, I have friends like that where you're like, I don't actually know what you do for a living. And then you just can't ask. And so you just like, like Chandler's, Chandler's job. What is Chandler Bing's job? I, I, that, I, was, that, that was my moment where I actually got emotional. <laughs> wow. You got emotional with Charlie Puth doing a stripped down no, version when they of started I'll Be There For playing, You? It was when, obviously, when they moved into I'll Be There For You. Because I knew Matthew was going to be last. Matthew yeah. So it got me. And then also like when I found out that like Charlie was doing it in memoriam, I was like, they totally asked him because, you know, he played I'll Be There For You the day after Matthew died at his concert, you know, and then he did, it went into See You Again, which is what he performed here. So, and then like knowing they were doing the All in the Family reunion beforehand. So I was like, they're going to start with Norman Lear. We we discussed this last week, right? Like who they're going to start with. I was like, they're going to start with Norman and they're totally going to end with Matthew. Yeah. And that's what they did. I thought that was really well done. I mean, yeah. in terms of like, based on just a quick cursory scan of Twitter, I would say I'm on the lower end of the public opinion seems very high on the show because it was respectful of TV history mm-hmm. in a way that people really like. Yeah. And while, great. and while like the pacing I thought was a little slow and off and also rushed at the same time. And like all the winners were boring and it should have happened three months ago people have really responded to remembering these great moments in TV history. Yeah. Like I, I think that's something the show did really well. Again, I think if the show had happened in September, exactly as it is, it would have gone over great. Cause the winners would have felt fresh. Like the fact that, you know, we had something take down Ted Lasso. Right. I think that would have been a huge, huge, a huge it headline. It's a huge thing because like, you know, like it, you know, like for season one of the bear, it, it was like mostly Jeremy winning. Right. Right. And it won guilds, but like people don't know what those are. Like the general public don't know what those are. You know, they watch the globes. Right. And, um, and Abbott elementary won the globe last year, you know? So, and it was like it, the bear hadn't won series yet. So it would have been like a big deal had the bear won series in September. And then, you know, like succession was expected to win, of course, but it was still felt fresher because it would just been four months after the series finale. So it was like them starting their farewell tour, not coming off of the Globes and Critics' Choice. And it would have been, you know, Beef's first win too in September. So like, this is why the Emmys should never move to the middle of awards. It should always stay in September. Like that is their lane. Just like, I know this obviously happened because of the strikes, but they no. should not move to do January because of that. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, based on just recent history, this will be the lowest rated Emmys in the history of the Emmys, television-wise. That said, I still think it'll be more widely watched than like the Critics' Choice Awards by a great deal. So I think if you're an Emmys producer- I mean, It was on Fox. Yeah, but if you're an Emmys producer who's watching this and like, fuck you guys, 
the answer is like i mean kind of because like it doesn't those show like not a lot of people watch the critics choice awards so like this will feel a little fresher to those people than it did to us who sat through the critics choice awards after the golden globe i mean i did and you did i did (laughs) so for me i was like oh my god again with the same people and I and love I guess, these shows. I, I love all these people in They're these shows. Great people. My favorite people. I cannot believe how happy I am that Kieran Culkin won an Emmy. It's so great. Uh, we've come so far. It felt like he could have won. And then I was like, maybe he won't win. And then he actually won. I just wonder. You know, the point where I was confident he would win when Jeremy Strong got snubbed at SAG. That was really uh That was when I was like, he's winning. Kieran's winning. Definitely not changing it. Uh, like everyone knows season four was Kieran's season it was yeah uh he was just wonderful in it mm-hmm. um anything else uh, elton john is an egot now joyce yeah number 19 he wasn't there he had a knee op yeah uh That's congratulations crazy. to him um uh rupaul yeah, wins again. what rupaul's drag race wins yeah it it reclaimed the category it lost last year to lizzo that that was a great surprise last year remember yeah, did anything nothing bad happened after that though right with lizzo oh everything definitely not no. okay everything's copacetic. that makes that makes me good that makes me feel good yeah um i don't know what what else was there? i mean nothing else all really the, all the reunions like so a lot of reunions uh we mentioned gray's anatomy was i thought was a great one on our live show i thought that was really fun love seeing again, no deer no, no deer. deer yeah uh no sandra O. Oh. No, because she was like, I'm not coming out there unless you give me an Emmy, you know? Joyce, I got yelled at by our old, uh, we'll do emails and stuff later, but our old pal David L. respectfully yelling at me uh, because I didn't know, uh, when we did this last night at two in the morning, we were talking about how uh, when Quiz Lady won at the Critics' Choice Awards, they said Emmy winners, Aquafina and Sandra Oh. And I goofed on that, but they're producers of the movie, Joyce. Okay, so, so they would have won. Wait, so what? Uh, so they would have won an award. Yeah, so that's which fine. I was like, how did they give an award? Like, why would they? They're not really winners, right? They're just in the movie, but they were producers. I didn't realize. Yeah, so like, if they're producers, they would win. So, but but I think what we were talking about, like collectively, people use we like we won. Yeah. Even if you're not personally getting the award, like a cast member saying like our show won. Yeah. You know. Anyway, Sandra wasn't there for Grace. Uh. Good to see though. I liked I I was also like I like Paul Walter Hauser. You know what rubbed me the wrong way when he got out there and he's like, My wife likes your show. I'm like, you watch it too, dude. You could just like it. It's a good show. Felt a little diminishing. Do you do you are are you one of those couples that you and your wife you watch shows together? Oh yeah. I know like so many couples like that and some couples who don't it's like i have my show you have your show but we don't need to watch them together uh we watch them everything together because we just have the one tv really uh not this one too i guess so that's not true that was a lie we have two tvs but one's in here i'm not going to sit in separate rooms and watch tv uh but i would say like i watch grades i like it I, I don't know if i would say like my like would i say like oh case likes your show i'm like oh we like your show i would just i would just do that i guess but i guess like do you is is that like a, a you guys just have to watch everything together like you can't just have separate shows like maybe it's a thing where like she just like that's a show she watches by herself you know what i mean if she's watching something that i don't want to watch i'll just like be on my phone usually okay so you're not watching it then no i'll be sitting in there but not paying attention yeah 
Uh, but Entourage, we're both in on, on our rewatch. Like one of my old coworkers, like he, <laughs> like we would get screeners of something, right? And I, I would just watch like, like during work, like in the office and I would just watch sure. it. And like, he won't watch it because he's like, I have to wait to watch with my wife when I get home. And I'm like, just lie to her. I would just watch it. I always watch things again or whatever. I'm like, also, I, know, I watch- but I'm also like, like, can you just tell her it's for work? Like you need to watch yeah. this now? Like, yeah. you know, uh, anyway, sidebar. <laughs> good sidebar. Uh, other reunions, Cheers. They brought the Cheers cast together. Yeah. Um, and uh, American Horror Story, Dylan McDermott and the Cemetery, just wild. The nostalgia for American Horror Story is, is high, I guess. It's just like, I'm just wondering, like, who said no for them to have landed on these shows? Somebody was saying they're all shows that are available on Hulu, which Disney and Fox owns, mm-hmm, obviously. Yes. Mm-hmm. so that maybe is how they did it let's go down the algorithm and see who's popular Grey's anatomy sure cheers yep uh always sunny absolutely always sunny um, a, an always sunny reunion a reunion of, of them sure yeah. uh martin uh yep arsenio hall that one i thought was fun because i was like who's watching old arsenio hall episodes mm. so maybe people will now so maybe uh i'm trying to think who else is really notable oh ally mcbeal people really liked i think that was great um, I like that a lot, but no RDJ. No. I was like, where is he? Uh, there was, they had time in the show to give an award to Glad and Hannah that Waddingham. The, the Governor's Award? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Hannah Waddingham and Coleman Domingo uh, moonlighting off the Oscar tour to say, I'm Bayer, I played that Bayard Rustin. It's red hot. <laughs> I got it right on. Bayard Rustin, let's go. Voting's happening right now. Vote for Coleman. Got to end there. Watch on Netflix right now. Got one more day left to vote. And uh, Jodie Foster giving an award out at the end. Well, true detective. I know. But it was like, Nyad, remembering him in Nyad. But she didn't mention it. Like, Coleman just fully was like. No, because she's also there for true detective. Have you watched it? I'm playing Bayard Rustin. Let's go. Uh, I'm still in on Coleman. I might switch to him. (laughs) I think I have Andrew Scott in the last spot, but I might go to Coleman. And just do five or five because, because he presented at the Emmys. I just think people love him. They just love him. I don't know if that's enough to get you nominated at this point, but it might be. Uh, but yeah, he's he was definitely. There. I think he smells blood because he got in at SAG over Leo. Yeah, and he's just so, so engaging. Uh, so, so to- you're now you're willing to lock in Coleman, but not Jody. <laughs> Jody didn't mention her project. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I know, but she's I also happy for True Detective. So I might put Jody in. Uh, who else is there? I'm looking. Oh, Community. I thought that was a good one. Joel McHale and, and Ken Jeong. And then Donald Glover. He was in the crowd. He seemed to enjoy it. <laughs> uh, John Hamm by himself for Mad Men. Great. Just never misses. Mm-hmm. Uh, they reunite, reunited two long-lost co-stars, uh, Brett Goldstein and Juno Temple from Ted Lasso. Probably the most time they've spent together since season two. Because they have, like, what, like, two and a half scenes in season three also any of uh, juno is a very busy actor and i gotta yeah, say she, she's, this is like she went to critics choice right yeah she it, didn't go to the globes she didn't go to the globes and i hadn't seen her really doing anything but she went to these two which i was like good for her two and but a half men so made, made me nervous those were very high oh yeah yeah two and a half men reunion i never watched that no uh the sopranos lorraine brocco and michael imperioli very apt for them to uh, present drama supporting actress. So long term parking forever. I 
I guess I was buttoned up against the set. I just found the set so corny, but I mean, people see the Sopranos. No, just all the, like the recreating of the famous sets. I didn't think worked as well as it could have at the Emmys, but people liked it. So what do I know? They they were fine. I think it's just, it's the nostalgia that people, I don't know if they like, like the sets specifically, but it's just like seeing these people right together again. You know what? One point I was, I got really amped when Tom Hiddleston and Key Kwan came out and they started playing Natalie Holt's amazing low-key score. I love that. I made a note of that too. And I think it was right after a succession moment, I feel like. So we had the succession score. Yes, that was, this is like right up my alley. It was right after Jesse won for writing. That was it. So we had the succession score blaring when yes. they fucked up and didn't give it an Emmy. Uh, and then- Right into Loki. <laughs> Natalie Holt, who should win an Emmy. So don't uh, fuck this up now, Music Ranch. Give it to Natalie Holt. She absolutely should win an Emmy. Uh, it's the best. And uh, Key and and Tom, just uh, having fun. Love right. seeing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Peter Dinklage gave out the final award of the night, which was a trauma series for Succession. Yeah, another one for HBO. So yeah, yeah HBO to HBO. They even had the Iron Throne out there, Joyce. They had that. I that's probably the same one they had when Andy Samberg hosted in like 2015. I want to say I don't know. I feel like they just have like an Iron Throne. They take on the road. I don't know. They remember House of the Dragon? No, never seen it. Yeah, Uh, it was there. Also, when they read Yellow Jackets, I was like, the last, I was like, oh, yeah, Yellow Jackets. <laughs> this, it, it just felt so, again, I'm so thrilled with these winners. Like, I, they're my favorite shows by far. Succession, I think, is one of my favorite shows ever in the history of watching TV. So the fact that it won and all the people I love on the show won is just a wonderful thing. But I just was like, it all felt so stale because this should have happened in, if not September, which they couldn't do, November or December and not now. Well, also, Ed, as you had long been advocating for, like, they should have just done, like, a TV celebration, right? Yes. Like, like this whole ceremony could have been an email. Well, I, I think you could. <laughs> I think yes, because, like... <laughs> The other thing is, like we said, a lot of the speeches felt, I think even the the, the winners felt like, not awkward, but like just not, I don't know. It, obviously winning is so great and they all seemed so genuinely happy. But like the, there was a huge difference between the people like Niecy Nash Betts and Paul Walter Hauser uh, and even like Trevor Noah and John Oliver who hadn't won and given speeches multiple times in the last week compared to like Io and Jeremy Allen White and you know, uh, Kieran, even though his speech was great, and Sarah and Matthew and Jesse even, like, all these people just had won so much. I think, like, they could have just, if it was a TV celebration, which they actually ended up doing, they did split the, you know, thread that needle, I think. They could have made it even better. And I don't know, maybe, like... Like, they could have celebrated the year in TV, like, all these shows. Like, we had so many shows end. Right. You know, like, that was the whole thing. Like, we didn't have a lot of clips of the nominees, there were really no clips, right? No I, didn't clips really see that. I think they started playing clips for like limited series because like I remember they played like a beef clip. And obviously it can't happen every year and you don't know the winners in advance. And I understand all that. But when you know, like there was a good strong chance that these three shows were going to dominate. And you could have ended up just doing, if you were doing this, like a produced celebration of TV, it could be like, and now we're going to spend seven minutes talking about how great the final season of Succession was. And here's who won. 
and like we'll do one speech for all of them right and then like the bear same thing and then beef the same thing let like the create showrunners do a speech or the actor or whoever and then just like move on and do another reunion and like two hours and you're out in memoriam yeah i i don't know it's I mean, listen, I, I don't need like actual ceremonies. Like I was totally fine with the Golden Globes press conference in 2008. Yeah. You know, just just give me the names. So but I understand why they they want it because it is the, the 75th year. And it was important. Yeah. I think that ha- it's funny. It was I think it's important to TV to have it because like they yes. did get to yeah. celebrate all these shows. Major, major people passed away, sadly, like Norman. Lost so many people last year, <laughs> like so many major names in TV, like Norman Lear, one of the most influential, like greatest tv people in the history of the medium like you gotta have something for him matthew perry obviously super beloved uh so like they needed to have something and i think all that stuff worked but like yeah just i was like it just it all just kind of felt like an afterthought because of everything we've already said and it's unfortunate because i like tv is already not as respected as film is and I hate that because I will always advocate for TV. Yeah, you're definitely a more TV. I'm I'm always team TV. Yeah. I don't I don't need anyone to say TV is better than film. I just want it to be respected. Right. But it's like and like film people always treat TV as an afterthought, and it's just so rude because there's so yeah. much there's a lot of TV that's better than film, and like Succession is better than so many movies I watched last year. <laughs> so it's talking. I was yeah. talking about this with my friends over the weekend, uh, and definitely agree. Like I mean, we were saying like, is there <laughs> like we're trying to name. Like thinking of like in Letterbox, like a five star movie. Are you gonna like, start logging your your TV shows on Letterbox this year? No, no, I don't think that feels right. But I would say like we were just saying like there's not a lot of like in the last few years like what would be like a perfect movie, and like I can name like four or five movies over the last like decade that I would say like really hit the neat like really hit the nail on the head. But like nothing is good as Succession, you know what I mean? Like that is far and away better than any of the best. Like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I'd put like as a like Uncut Gems, Top Gun Maverick, great movies, some of the greatest I've ever seen. But Succession is still better than all of those movies. I I have rewatched Succession more in like the last four years than I have rewatched like most movies that have come out in the last four years. So it's just so much better. So I understand what you're saying. I will say in the pre uh, pre show, I saw on the red carpet Stephen Colbert, and he was like, I like. He was like, I love. Uh, that it's happening in January because it's like, you know, we're in the middle of like movie awards season. It, you know, makes us feel like a little more respected. No, but like you're not because they don't respect you. Like just say. like the Critics' Choice Awards, they're still pairing up the TV winners like to give out like a redheaded stepchild. They need you to know? do like two separate. They need to do two separate. Well, it used to be two separate ceremonies. Know, but they need to do it again. Yeah. It's just too much. Uh, I guess that's it on the Emmys, Joyce. Anything else we're going to, we could talk about. Uh, so, the nice thing is in nine months when we're doing this again, uh, we'll have a new drama series winner and a new limited series winner. And then the bear will again dominate. The bear game. will actually win for season two, like officially win for season yeah. two. The bear will, I, I absolutely think it'll win the exact same awards it did, though Io and, and it maybe can, it can Io. dominate so hard because like everyone who won will be back. And then it'll have uh Io will move to lead, it'll have new supporting actress nominees in abby elliott and liza colonzias um it will just completely take over the guest categories like succession has done last of us has last done of us, you yeah. know it's, like it's gonna get i mean it'll end everyone up in fishes how um, many nominations will in? <laughs> how many nominations it's 25 
it's gonna it's gonna veer into succession territory 26 maybe i mean it's gonna get that many it could get it it could get a lot so yeah and then there's there's so this year was uh kind of barren for limited series but this upcoming or the current the this this cycle we're currently in the real 2024 emmys we're gonna have a lot of limited series a lot of so good I'm very excited for the regime. You know, yeah. my girl Kate Winslet, number three. Here we go. Yeah. So Andrea Riseborough. Yeah. In that. Um, and drama is is gonna have a vacuum. The crown yeah. season final season. But but like, well well as we've said, the morning show will finally get its series nomination. The morning show could win series. Well, like it's morning show. The crown will be nominated. I don't think it will when um like season six uh, um your you know your fave sag nominee gilded age i think can just get in you know um you know i would love to see loki get in i don't know that i don't think the second season was as good as the first but but it's like what what else is there like you know so yeah we're gonna have a lot of limited series like you know my my fave you know we didn't mention this yet better call saul gone oh for 53 not even close again i've i've waited since august 15th 2022 for this to be official no I guess I'll, remind me of this when we do our picks in nine months for this year's emmys that they're just going to pick their favorites and it's just always going to be chalk they're not going to they're not going to overthink like we i definitely overthought all the, of these, like, everyone comments. who bombed i think a lot of people bombed these picks because we all overthought it yeah and yeah no i now i know not to overthink it uh, Joyce, we got some emails here we could go to if you'd like. About the Emmys? Yes. Great. Even though the ratings were gonna are gonna, I'm gonna, it's it's the it's the future. It's um it's the Emmy ratings bombing. There's still some emails. Also on a holiday. So Peter Dinklage said happy birthday to Martin Luther King. And then that final montage over the credits. They had oh. the I have a dream speech. Yeah. Which felt more uh like how is this on the Emmys? That or the 9-11 shot in the... That was that montage. Wow. <laughs> Took me out. You know, that's what I want to see. I love, you know, I love revisiting 9-11 stuff. So but obviously... I think, I don't think that montage would have been... It was just as, Yeah, as bizarre had they not had those title card insertions every 15 seconds. Like moments when we said goodbye or whatever it said. Really tough beat. Uh no. Like I said, I personally thought the show was hit and miss, but other people really liked it. So I'm glad. I, I, like, again, I think as a production, there were good things about it. Yeah. Um, But just the whole vibe because of the circumstances, it it just, it just was very flat, even though the, you know, very deserving people won. And I, I mean, you know, like I, I have to say, even though it had the worst host, like the Globes was, has been, the best show thus far i didn't watch critics choice but i've seen clips the globes i would say i agree i thought the globes were the best as well i thought even and i think joe coy who has now uh gone on the defensive, defensive himself and then he's gotten a lot of support from comics even the my our beloved seth myers was out there being like he did a great job and i'm like i guess you're just gonna everybody's gonna circle the wagons i still don't think he did a good job but the show is good the globe show is really good i mean i feel bad that he bombed you know but 
Um, I think I personally lost him. He lost me when he blamed his writers. Yes, I mean, that's that. Gonna... That was like three minutes, and I was like, "No, dude, yeah. just, like if just you're take gonna... the L. Just take, take the, L. the L yourself. Like, yeah. or just be like, hey, they all can't be winners.' I he could have done the same thing and just said, yeah. "I had a week to prepare. I'm sorry. You want to Pedro Pascal? Get up here. You do some jokes. You know that you save it like that. Whatever. I'm not a comic choice or a TV producer. So what the hell do I know? Uh, this is an email here we got during the show from Matt, who writes in, "Hi, Joyce and Chris." You both had picked against succession in directing. How did Mark Mylot overcome the three-way vote split to come out on top at the Emmys? Um, I think it's just what we talked about earlier. Um, it's just, you know, the show. And unlike last year when it, again, had triple nominees in directing, and I didn't predict it to win last year, um, it, I felt it felt like the the obvious pick was Connor's wedding, right? Mm -hmm. So like all the support can funnel to Connor's wedding, like that was the episode, and they really focus on that with their campaign too, right. and that had, you know, like their their talking point was like the thirty minute winner, and they you know they shoot on film, so they had to reload the film every ten minutes and mm -hmm. everything, and then like they didn't even know like Jeremy didn't know where like Sarah was when he had to look right. for her, so like all this stuff and. And that was the episode of the season too. And the the thing is, is like, this makes me feel really good about DGA because I already have Connor's Wedding winning DGA. It's four succession versus one, The Last of Us. And I know everyone's picking The Last of Us because when I did my predictions last week, Last of Us was number one in the odds. And I think people are looking at it as one versus four and like a quadruple split. I'm looking at it as one show versus one show. And everyone's going to vote for Connor's wedding. I think that obviously now in hindsight, I absolutely agree with all of that <laughs> because I just think you're right. Like it, it was easier to vote split in the third season when every, all the shows are equal, all the episodes are equal. They didn't have an episode like Connor's wedding. Yeah. And this one, and especially no, like this is actually among succession heads. I feel like it's divisive. Living plus was not a beloved episode. I, it is actually one of my favorite ones from last season. I, I loved Lorraine Scafari and I thought that was a really great one. But people were down on it, I think. And so, like, that adds to the – it's really not even a three-way vote. Like, no one was going to pick that over, you know, America Decides or uh, the Connors Wedding. So that was, like, kind of like a, a false a false idol of a, a vote split, maybe. Mm -hmm. Living Plus does have my favorite Jeremy Strong reading of the season when he's like, that's not the clouds. Just a bet. He, like that is a great – I think people don't like the episode because it's a pro Kendall episode and people don't like Kendall. So then you're automatically out, but I love it's it. It's also kind of, it's, it's not a bottle episode, obviously. I hate when people misuse that term, but it's in a different setting, you know, it's episodic. Yes. So it, it feels like separate from like the larger storyline yes. coming off of kill list and everything, you know? So I understand, but uh, I mean, all, all, all the episodes are great. It's the best show ever. Uh, this one was from Noah, who writes, uh, the bear just dominated the show. Why did it take Emmy voters so long to realize Ted Lasso has not been a great, has always been mid, excuse me. This is Noah. Right those, are, those are completely different words. <laughs> yes. Sorry. It's late, Joyce. I'm so tired. Uh, so, I mean, I guess like, you know, I mean, it's not like Ted has been on for a really long time. You know, this is just its, no. its third season. We haven't really even talked about Ted that much tonight. So um, didn't win. Um, didn't win a single thing tonight. No, it won two at Creative Arts. So yes. reverse of last year when it won none at 
creative arts and then one series but um I I think you know there just hadn't been a show that made people excited like the bear between Ted premiering and now right you know I think so yeah I I do think that I actually think if they would have hammered that it's the last season Mm -hmm. that would have really helped in terms of winning still they're they're still walking around that you know and they never really did and I think while people all understand it's probably last season right they've never confirmed it and they weren't able to run this is the final season of ted lasso and you love the show and it got 21 nominations and like let's go out on a high note so that kind of hurts it and then i do think in terms of like the acting like i even when i was pretty predict- i predicted ted the whole time went down with the ship and i put brett goldstein in because i just felt like it needed to win one of the actual acting categories, not the guest acting categories. And there was really nowhere it was going to win if it wouldn't win Brett or Phil, because you, Hannah, you also had Jason Sudeikis for a while there. I did, but Jeremy was always going to win. And Hannah just felt like a third place, probably behind Cheryl and IO. That's how I ended up doing it. So it really needed Brett to like, kind of mm-hmm. just carry through again for a beloved character that the Emmys clearly liked. Because otherwise, how is it actually going to win series with nothing? It would have, I had well, it winning. Well, it directing because like, you know, again, they match. Usually. So I had it winning directing and series and Brett and it won none of those. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, season three wasn't its best season. It was its weakest. I think right. everyone would agree about that no matter what your thoughts are on season three. Um, you know, definitely mixed. And yeah. uh, so I'm not, and Whereas even though the bear is not competing for season two, season it one is. was obviously well-received, but season two came on in the summer or, right. you know, it was released in the summer and everyone devoured it. And that like that, that was also like the Ted playbook, like Ted didn't invent this playbook, but their season two dropped in the middle of voting for season one yes. for the Emmys, you know? Yes. So that's why Forks is the new rainbow. And- um I also wonder, like, I I, th- I feel like the strikes may have impacted things too. Like people were so busy, you know, being on the picket lines and everything. And like, they don't, they didn't really have that much time to make, like think about voting for silly awards too deeply, you know, or even like watch more things than maybe like, they would have definitely didn't watch year. anything right like they, i mean they you, we we know what they watch based on the nominations just three shows you know like yeah across shows. like all genres so yeah like because usually we have like at least like one exciting upset somewhere you know or but we didn't get that and yeah so i i wonder if like you know their their focus was on like other things like during the month of august you know like before the strikes were over and they had to vote. Yeah. I also think, I think what you said is exactly, I just think they, people really love the bear, especially season two. It's the last thing they watch probably. And like a less successful Ted season than previously, like they're just going to go with the new thing. And there's really no reason. They don't have to like, again, if it's the last season, it's the last season. They're just like done with it. They already gave it a ton of Emmys, so they don't need to really do it. It's not like they owe Ted Lasso any Emmys. Somehow with Succession, they did owe Kieran and Sarah Emmys. So it's like great that they won because they would not have ever won. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, with Ted, it was different. They all those people really, the, all the people who probably needed to win have won multiple times. Yeah. In some cases. Um, and and they finally nominated Phil. Right. So they did him monster. right, and that's it. Like they're like, we did enough of this, so we're out, and we're gonna go to the bear. Yeah, like we love the bear. Like we 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 saw this with the guilds last year because it it you know it it mm. beat. I remember a lot of people were predicting Abbott Elementary, you know, like WGA and stuff, and it's like nope, the bear, you know. Yep. It's like the industry was already here for it last year. We saw. So. Uh, just have one more here. Uh, this was from Brienne. Hi, Joyce and Chris. Love the show. I was so crestfallen that Better Call Saul has been shut out. Do you think Better Call Saul would have won an Emmy under the old voting system? Yes. So then now the follow-up would be my follow-up. Do you think they should go back to the old voting system? They should do a lot of things. <laughs> what could they yeah, do to I fix do it? I do love the tape system. It's not perfect, but it did really, really give underdogs a chance. Um, And that's how we got such great winners. Like Brian Cranston, like no one watched Breaking Bad. I was going to say Better Call Saul. No one was watching Breaking Bad in 2008. But under the tape system, like he won, you know, and uh, it's, and then you, that's how you get like upsets like Felicity Huffman over Terry Hatcher, who like swept the winter awards, you know, it's like you have a good tape and like they're forced to watch the tapes, you know, like, he, like they, they still submit tapes now, but they don't have to prove that they watch anything or they're not forced to watch it. And it's so many episodes, you know, um, so they're not going to do that. And with everyone, like the whole, uh, everyone in their, in every branch, um, I, like Better Call Saul, I think it it got it got fucked because they changed the the system in its first year in 2015. And I do think Jonathan Banks would have won under the tape mm-hmm. system with 5-0. But they changed um and yeah, he never won. And then Peter Dinklage started his reign of terror. So well, I, that was the second win because he won for season one in 2011. I think they're going to have to change something. I, I just think they people... changed that. Like they changed voting this year, you know, with the restricted ballot, which didn't help at all. I think they need to go back because I'll tell you this, like the Emmys, I think there was a Vulture article about this. Like the, the actual the Emmys themselves are still incredibly important in terms of the industry and like in terms of like awareness, I think, for uh, people. But like the fact is no one is watching the show compared like even compared to like other award shows i think it's going to be like very low obviously it's not like it was 20 years ago but it's like even compared to like i think there'll be like like the golden globes i think had like nine or ten million people and i feel like this is going to have like five i mean it's it it already has so many things against them like on a holiday monday and the NFL. like you know so so i'm just like i think they're gonna have and like they're awarding the same show. So if you didn't like, like, let's like, there are probably people out there who don't like, these are three of my favorite shows. Certainly in the whole year. Love them. Love them. I'm going to talk to my mom and dad tomorrow. And I'm going to be like, watch the Emmys. And my mom is going to be like, hated that show. Hated that show. They did like the bear. So I'm like, okay, they never heard of beef probably. And they, I don't know if they, my dad watched succession, but I'm like, normal people, maybe you're not going to be super into these. It's not like succession was game of Thrones in terms of viewers. And so, I just think like they're going to have to like figure out a way to make it. So there's a little more intrigue, a little more surprise. You don't have to like dumb it down, but I just feel like having one thing win everything is just not the best for the lifeblood of the show. No. And well, I don't think like I, 
I mean, I, I don't think you're suggesting this. Like, I don't think the nominees or winners should be rigged by any way, like appealing no. to like populist picks. No, I think, no, like, I don't. I, I don't know how to like. The problem is like they're not watching enough, and I don't know how to force them to watch right. more. That's the thing. Do they need to do like a jury? I like maybe I don't like and the other problem is like there are so many shows now I mean maybe maybe this year will kind of help because of the strike so like things are delayed and off cycle so there'll be fewer things I don't know but like they just they don't watch a lot of stuff that's why even the restricted ballot coming back like it doesn't it didn't work you know I think I said this like after nominations like maybe they just need to restrict it even more like not do it by the number of slots per category maybe you can just pick top three you know, I, so you really I, do have to do your passion picks and you just can't list everyone in the White Lotus. I really think you need to do that because like, I don't know, it just felt like so silly. Even like, yeah, it just was like, it would have just been so much better to have more shows involved. Even if the same, like the winners are fine. Like, you know what? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, for the final season of Succession, I would expect it to win every category. It's in there. Yeah. But like, it doesn't need like all its action. We, we don't need Succession and the White Lotus taking over supporting category like, like you know. god love eldest son and god love uh greg but they did not need the nominations right like they do but they didn't or whatever you know what i mean like the, not to pick on them because they're both great and especially alan ruck i love i was so glad he got nominated and willa should have got they actually should have gotten more nominations succession they missed willa she should have been nominated too but like I just think they could maybe figure out a way to make this a little more palatable with bigger, like they're not watching the shows. They're clearly not watching. Like there's too many shows. There's too many shows. They're not watching them. And then they're just lazy. And they're just literally listing every single cast member of these shows. And then these shows have large ensembles. So that's the other thing. Lotus succession. A lot of people on these shows. It's not like the last of us. It's just two main characters. You know, that show didn't take over the main categories, but it took over guest categories because they have a lot of guest stars. The bear is going to win. I mean, like, let's just just do this. Oh, the bear is going to have so many guest stars. (laughs) Or like completely. Like here's here's nominees for season two: Jeremy, best actor; Io, best actress; Evan, best supporting actor; uh, Alfred Platt, best supporting actor. Right? Yeah, he would be. He's he's in more than five. Abby, supporting actress, uh, and Liza, supporting actress, right? Yeah, and then Lionel, supporting actor, too. I mean, he's Lionel, like supporting actor, also. So three supporting actors, two supporting actress. Probably, probably Maddie, too, Maddie Matheson. I don't know. After his speech, maybe. But I'll put him on, I'll, let's say he doesn't get in. And then for guest actor and actress, you're going to have- Kirk, Jamie Lee Curtis, Olivia Coleman, uh, Sarah Paulson, um, who, John Mulaney. Who else is there? I'm like uh, forgetting so many people. Let's see. Uh, Bernthal. Oh yeah, Bern. Of course, you know. And then he'll, he'll 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 actually his submission. He'll be in more than three seconds of his submission this time. Claire Bear. Oh God, Claire Bear. Ugh. <laughs> Claire could get in too. Molly Gordon, a beloved. Uh, 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 and no, no offense to Molly Gordon. Not a fan of Claire Bear. <laughs> uh, Molly Gordon could get in. I'll say this. I think she could get a supporting actor. I guess. Oh, Will you- Will Poulter. Will Poulter for sure. I mean, it's like they're gonna get. That's like I lost count how many that is. So I mean, this is like gonna be like a show that dominates again. Uh, just wild, just wild stuff. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I, I hope they they try to change something this year. I don't I, know. I, I, I just think they have to. I I know we don't like to. I don't want it to turn into like a BAFTA thing, or we're just like 
muck no, up the works so much. Not, not like that. Not like a have jury category, but like the tape system. I like the tape system. The tape system worked. It clearly worked. And it yeah. clearly got more I think interesting. The only later. issue is, is like by doing that, it's because now like the whole academy can vote for obviously all the program categories and you vote for all the categories in, within your branch. Right. So I think it's hard to put the genie back in the bottle saying like you can't vote for all these categories anymore. You have to be part of the panel for you know this category right stuff but it it just feels like yeah like and going back to the question about better call Saul, like absolutely better call Saul. odin kirk would have won at one of these you know or it would have yeah, like won writing Emmys. for sure before succession it, started would have won something it clearly would have won at least one or two things like game of game of thrones has more writing emmys than better call Saul. just remarkable uh anything else joyce before we wrap up um you know we'll we'll see you again for the real 2024 emmys later this year this we're more than halfway into the cycle can't wait so never do this again even if there's another strike hire just, us to produce stay these in the calendar year no matter yes. what yeah and i mean we'll see how the ratings are maybe they'll teach them not to do it uh we'll be back uh thursday i guess joyce with our, our Oscar picks, Oscar prediction, and maybe what a, have you changed in the last twenty four hours? Nothing in the last twenty four hours. Though I might go back to Coleman. I don't want to predict. I don't want to predict the because five. Of the Emmys. Well, I don't. Well, I don't want to predict the five SAG right away for five. You know what I mean? I don't think it'll go five for five. Um, for for best actor. Yeah, for best actor. I don't think Leo's getting in, so I'm down to like, is it Coleman? the stag pushing him through or is there actually a lot of or like, like andrew scott <laughs> is there a, a, really a lot of international support for andrew scott and he gets in and i really could see it happening because i think he's actually an actor who maybe not as obvious as coleman has like worked with everyone and actually has a lot of fans in the industry it seems do you think they should have done a flea bag reunion with hot priest I mean, Fox uh, Searchlight could have got on that. It is like their own student, you know, their own network. They really probably what, should. What have. reunions did you want them to have that they did not have? From a TV perspective, well, obviously it's the Emmys. <laughs> uh, I would have loved to see uh, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey were there. I would have loved to see Amy and uh, Adam Scott. Love them together for Parks and, Parks and Rec. Rec. You, you don't want to. You, you don't want an entourage reunion for the twentieth anniversary this year. I mean, I don't know if that would go well over well with the online. <laughs> I, I I just base. If you want to Google, just Google what's going on with the real life entourage people. Not all of them have really come through unscathed in the uh, current times. So I'd say no to that. Um, let me think. I would have liked. I mean. I would have loved more Mad Men people with John Ham, but like Slattery and him would have been great, or like they would have been hilarious. That would have been great. Like Lizzie could have been there, but no. Um, yeah. I during because you you know I'm an ER acolyte, right? They showed ER the cast, they, they, yeah. Um, and you know, totally fine that like Grace is now the longest running medical drama. That's fine. Mm -hmm. ER is still the best, so yeah. But uh, I I feel like. That that reunion was never going to happen. <laughs> so, no. I, an office reunion would have been fun. Obviously, I love. All but you know, that. a reboot coming soon. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what else. I'm trying to think what other shows I really love. Hmm. Um, 
Can they do a succession reunion? I went on to see Jeremy come in. For a succession reunion? Can they get Jeremy in there? Jeremy is too busy being Roy Cohn, so. Yeah, they at backstage they asked about Jeremy and Brian Cox was like, no one can call him. Ha 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 ha. And then they were like, actually just shooting a movie. I will say this. So it's in a month. I'm going to say this. If Jeremy had won, I don't think Brian Cox would have kissed him on the mouth like he did for Kieran. No, Kieran is the number one boy. He's the number one boy. Yeah, they would all have been happy for Jeremy. Who wouldn't? He's a great oh, actor. Yeah. But I don't think he would have gotten the affection that yeah. Brian showed. So all, all the Roy kids, except Eldest Son, won Emmys. Mm-hmm. Not Logan. Not Logan. Again, the Globes is the only award show that got it right, because Brian, Jeremy, and Kieran all won. I mean, Brian, the, the Emmys, for as well as they've treated Succession... They fucked up by not giving Brian for season three when he was obviously the best part of season three and like clearly should have won lead actor over Lee Jung Jae. Um, and just like, no, there's no doubt in my mind he should have won for season three. It was the best. He was so good in season three. Every every episode he just crushed. Well, that was why when when Jesse announced that season four was the last season in February, I was like, fuck then like brian and kieran like can't win like when when mm-hmm. like kieran won lead because i was like this is the last chance for brian to win right. and then when kieran won lead i was like damn it <laughs> like only one of them can win now so it sucks and yeah because like you know they didn't get any actor nominations for season one so they no. missed the boat there and if you could have yeah. given an act season one emmy would you have given to brian or would you given who would you get who won that emmy that year in lead actor or just any actor in the well, in the lead actor that year. What year was that? 2010? 2010? No. What? Where, where are you? <laughs> what is 2019? It, it was 2019. 2019. Right. Okay. Um I I mean I like I I mean I guess like Brian would have been worthy, like in season one. Like Jeremy, I like I think I would have nominated Jeremy and Brian in season one. The I felt like that year. This is a 2019 ceremony, right? Mm-hmm. Where Billy Porter won, I think, for Pose. Yes. Bateman, Sterling K. Brown, Kit Harrington, Bob Odenkirk, and Milo Ventimiglia. Yes. So good shows, a lot of good actors there, but Brian Cox and Jeremy Strong should have been in that list. Um, yeah. So they, but like, we, we know what a slow burn it was for success. Like succession exploded in season two. So it just, it only got five nominations for season one and one theme, thank God. And writing, which I predicted, I remember it being in like fourth place in the odds and people were predicting killing Eve. I was like, that is not winning. I was like, succession is winning because season two was also airing. Mm -hmm. Um, during that time and that was when it got really big so i was like jesse armstrong winning and he did um, so the final yeah. season of thrones so like mm-hmm. you're not gonna dump kid harrington maybe but that was like you know when the <laughs> just you know the unlimited ballot like game of thrones getting all these actors in but you know still peter dinglish only actor they ever cared about to give the win to i think that's also i i feel like some people might can't compute how 
you know, like Last of Us did so well at Creative Arts and got blank tonight and the reverse with Succession. I'm like, they're they're just completely different categories, like literally different categories and there are different types of shows. And we've seen this before where a show can do really well in Creative Arts because it's just a craft heavy show and then underperform on the main show, like Game of Thrones. That's happened to Game of Thrones so many times. Right. So... Uh, this is fun. I'm excited to do the next Emmy cycle in a few months, but we're going to finish up Oscars first. Yeah. And then, yeah, like I think drama will be exciting with so many empty Tokyo Vice season two. I, I already watched the screeners. I didn't so. watch it yet. Good. Can't um, say. I, they didn't send the full season yet. So the no last spoilers. episode they sent, there's like an event. Um, but uh they they reference my favorite boy band again there's a big moment oh nice good with if you if you saw season one you know what i'm talking about okay so we'll, we'll leave you with that just to talk to you later this week with our oscar picks for all things hollywood competition and award season head to goldderby.com and follow us on social media at gold derby Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.